Hi, friends. Maya here again. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the segment we call Doctor in the House. So for today, I thought what I'd do is do a little bit, something a little different. In case you haven't had time to go back and listen to every episode where Dr. Riz has been featured as a guest expert, I thought I would give you like a compilation of some of my favorite sound bites by Dr. Riz. And so today you're going to hear some of the highlights, some of the insights as to what Dr. Riz comes on the show to share about. And just in case you're not familiar with Dr. Riz, he is my husband. He's a vascular surgeon here in the Dallas area. He's been practicing now, gosh, probably over close to 30 years. And he has a vascular practice, but he also services two hospitals in the Mesquite area in Sunnyvale. And so our goal with having this segment of Doctor in the House is to give you nuggets, sound bites, important tips that you can do to take control of your health. As always, my friends, I thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you enjoy this segment. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast, and I'm your host, Maya Acosta. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase our longevity in a good way. Let's get started. My profession is that of a vascular surgeon. Specifically, that means I treat disorders of the blood vessels, which are the the veins, the arteries, and the lymphatics. Uh, As a vascular surgeon, I treat the veins and arteries uh, and blood vessels that are outside of the heart and outside of the brain. So there are specialists that treat the, the blood vessels of the heart, and there are specialists that treat blood vessels inside the brain. Mm-hmm. Specifically, that would be the cardiologist for the heart uh, and the neurosurgeon for the brain. I diagnose, manage, and treat all of the disorders of those blood vessels outside of those organs. Tell us your story of how you learned about lifestyle medicine and the benefits of plant-based nutrition. I went into vascular surgery because there's a lot of satisfaction in, in, a, in making a therapeutic intervention in someone's life and improving their life. Uh, but very interestingly, a few years back, um, I began to be exposed to the con- uh, the concept that this disease I treat, the one I treat the most, which is atherosclerosis, was a disease that uh, didn't have to happen, that, that it was a preventable disease. And, and, and that was a concept that's not really well uh, described in our vascular literature. It's not talked about. When we go and train to become vascular surgeons, we, we just assume we have this disease and, and now we're learning how to treat it. Uh, but in that curriculum, there isn't anything about, oh, this disease is preventable. And so therefore mm-hmm. you could, uh, and the reason that became so meaningful to me is because what I treat is horrible, horrible stuff. By, by the time someone gets to me, um, they are on the verge of losing their limbs and they have life-threatening problems, uh, and uh, these are end-of-life issues. Um, and they typically have multiple chronic diseases as well, diabetes and hypertension and hypercholesterolemia and obesity. Um, and so the overall health of the patients I treat is not good either. So again, getting back to this concept of, oh, this disease that I treat is actually preventable, uh, that, that had a major impact on my psyche, my thought processes. When I started to realize that this was a preventable disease, I I did more research and I did more reading and I looked at the scientific literature and the evidence-based medicine and I was actually quite blown away. And it was hard for me uh, because this this was new information that was being presented to me 
nearly 15 years into my practice and uh, maybe a little more, maybe 17, 18 years into my practice. So uh, I couldn't imagine that I had never been exposed to this before. Uh, and it's, for me, it's some sort of kind of weird, crazy secret that exists out there or something that people don't care to share or, or know about. But uh, basically, uh, it boils down to the fact that the that the risk factors that lead to atherosclerosis are largely lifestyle related. It's basically due to the choices we make in our lives. Um, and so about, uh, you know, current estimates are that about 80% of the disease, the atherosclerosis that I treat doesn't have to occur. Mm. And so that made me very interested in learning more about these lifestyle choices. I learned about the blue zones that exist around the world and, and the characteristics of those people and how, how they live longer and healthier. And then that led me to the American College of Lifestyle Medicine, uh, which has a very similar philosophy in looking at lifestyle-related issues mm -hmm. and how we can prevent disease and even treat disease through changing people's lifestyles. Um, and, and that had such a profound impact on me that I went and got board certified. I went and studied and learned and then got board certified uh, in lifestyle medicine by the, by the board of, uh, American Board of Lifestyle Medicine. Um, and so now today, um, I incorporate lifestyle changes as a significant component uh, as what I teach my patients. Uh, the vast majority of my patients have heart disease to some extent. My, most of them have some fairly significant heart disease. So I deal with that on a regular basis. So I'm not a cardiologist. I'm not a heart surgeon, but I have extensive experience uh, with heart disease and, uh, you know, some of the diseases we treat overlap. What is the difference between a cardiologist and a vascular surgeon? Mm -hmm. And then how do you work together at times? Uh, well, that's a very good question. Um, they are two different specialties. A cardiologist is a medical specialty and a, a vascular surgeon is a surgical specialty. That means a cardiologist goes through an internal medicine pathway. Uh, and then they, after that, they do uh, one, two or three more years in cardiology, depending on what they want to specialize in to become a cardiologist. Uh, and, and their specialty is that is of the diseases of the heart. Okay. And then a vascular surgeon is a surgeon. So he'll go through five years of general surgery and then one or two more years of specialization in vascular surgery. And I'm actually utilizing my per per previous experience. Um, those, those pathways have changed now. And, uh, so, uh, and they're different from what, what I trained 25 years ago. I think the, the pathways for vascular surgery are now five or six years, depending on what you want to do. And so what you've got is, uh, we are actually two different, very different specialties. One is a surgeon, one's a, uh, a medical specialist. The cardiologist treat, specifically treats diseases of the heart. Uh, and those diseases might be heart failure issues, um, rhythm management issues and or atherosclerotic issues, atherosclerosis, meaning the buildup of plaque or blockages of the arteries that supply the heart. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and then a vascular surgeon treats the disorders of the blood vessels of the body uh, outside of the heart and outside of the brain. The neurosurgeon does it inside the brain. The cardiologist does it in the heart. And then I, as a vascular surgeon, treat all of the blood vessel disorders everywhere else. And that might mean that I treat the bl blood vessels of the neck, uh, the blood vessels uh, in the chest or in the arms uh, or in the abdomen or in the legs. And and blood vessel disorders are uh, come of varying types, just like heart disorders. Uh, blood vessel disorders can include aneurysms, 
um, which is uh, areas where the blood vessels dilate and get bigger, uh, much like a bleb on a tire where, where they can rupture. Um, uh, other disorders include infl- inflammatory disorders like vasculitis. Um, and then there can be disorders of the lymphatic system and disorders of the vein systems. Uh, we can treat blood clots in the veins. Um, and then, well, you know, prime, one of the primary main areas of uh, vascular surgery is treating the buildup of plaque or atherosclerosis inside the arteries. Okay. And plaque can build up inside the arteries in the neck, uh, in the arms, uh, in the arteries supplying the intestines, uh, and in the legs. Uh, and that's where there's overlap in the specialties of cardiology and vascular surgery. The cardiologist treats the atherosclerosis or plaque of the coronary arteries or the arteries of the heart. I treat atherosclerosis of all of the other arteries in the body. So we both have a common area. We retreat a common disease, but uh, the cardiologist treats that disease in the heart, and I treat that disease everywhere else. Interesting. Is a cardiologist not necessarily a surgeon? That would be a heart surgeon? Yeah, so, so a cardiologist is not a surgeon. So they don't go in and open the, do open heart surgery? No. So there's two specialists uh, in the heart that treat the heart. There's the cardiologist, and there's a varying degree of what those cardiologists might do. And then there's the cardiac surgeon. Wow. The cardiac surgeon does the operative or surgical interventions of the heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. The cardiologist will do the medical therapy and the minimally invasive things, uh, treatments of the heart. And when I say minimally invasive, that means when you go through a puncture in the arm or the groin and you go up and you do an angioplasty with a balloon or a stent or something like that in the heart. Uh, and so uh, on the vascular surgery side, there's not a medical therapist and a surgical therapist. The vascular surgeon does do all of that. Wow. Okay. So as a, as a, uh, uh, as a practitioner, I, I diagnose, I manage, and I treat. And my, uh, my treatment might be the minimally, minimally invasive route, or it might be the surgical route. Okay. Wow. The more you come on the show, the more that we'll be able to talk about chronic diseases that you treat. How do patients end up seeing you? Is it a referral system? Yeah, most patients come to me from other specialists. So um, they just can't walk in the office and say, hey, Dr. Riz, can you treat me? Well, I mean, you can. You can You can make an appointment to see me. Uh, but it's, it's, a, it's a very advanced specialty where it's, it's, it's not a simple diagnosis, and, and most people don't know how to diagnose their own problems. Sure. Um, I, I do, certainly I do believe that uh, you know, diabetics and people with foot wounds um, all deserve a vascular evaluation. Uh, and if you have those kind of problems, you're obviously more than welcome to contact me and we'll do everything we can to help uh, assess you and help you get better. Uh, but oftentimes these patients already have doctors, uh, primary mm-hmm. care doctors, cardiologists, uh, family practice physicians, podiatrists who are already seeing them for those issues. And then okay. I, that's where I typically get my patients from. But, uh, but if you're a patient without, uh, you know, a primary care doctor and you got a, uh, a foot wound, you know, I encourage you to seek care somewhere and hopefully you'll eventually get where you need to be. Uh, and one of those places is with me for an evaluation of your circulation. If you're interested on getting on Dr. Riss's mailing list and you want to learn more, um, we do have a newsletter. I'll put a link so that you can join it. And then one more thing I want to add is just reminder for our listeners that you lead a monthly walk here in the Dallas area. Uh, we have a page for that. And you basically, every third Saturday of the month, you walk with a group 
anybody who wants to come and you start with a 15 minute um, health topic and then you lead people around the area. We walk at least one mile, but depending on the energy and the strength of the group, we can continue walking and you're available to answer questions as well. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a nice, very easy one mile route. We don't, we don't, uh, we don't jog it. Uh, we take a nice pace where we can walk and talk and you can ask questions and some people go around a second time. Some people go around a third time. Uh, and uh, uh, there's been interest from my colleagues. We have uh, an orthopedic surgeon who wants to join us. We have uh, we have registered dietitians who join us. Uh, we have health coaches who join us. Um, I've got an anesthesiologist who wants to join us. So mm -hmm. uh, you not only have the opportunity to sit and, or walk and talk with me, uh, but other people as well. That's right. All right, Dr. Riz, as always, thank you for joining us today. All right. See you next time. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share with one friend who can benefit from this episode. Feel free to leave an honest review as well at ratethispodcast.com forward slash HLS. This helps us to spread our message. And as always, thank you for being a listener.